When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You damn right. Hope you're having a good week leading up to Christmas. It is Wednesday, not just any Wednesday. It is National Signing Day. Oh, they've taken that thing from February. They've slapped it right in the middle of the holiday run, and lots of folks have decided they're signing today. And we've had some flips today. We'll talk about that. If you're a Longhorn fan, you're having pretty much the day you need to have so far. It's Chad and Zay on this signing day Wednesday. I'm Chad Hastings joined once again by Isaiah Collier. He's smiling from ear to ear about this Longhorn class. How are you, Zay? Feeling pretty good, Chad. Not stressed. That's how you need to feel for your respective team on National Signing Day because there's been a ton of flips that have gone left here in Texas and Mm -hmm. We're definitely going to talk about it, but it's been an exciting, fun day already. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. You're, it has been an exciting day for uh, for Longhorn fans. Me as an Aggie fan, I'm just hoping that the uh, Aggies aren't about to make bad history in terms of being the biggest fall from a number one class all the way down to the backside of the top 20. If they, <laughs> if they even do that, it's an all-timer. Only one school ever has had the number one class, and then the next year fall out of the top ten. That was a Florida group back in uh, the early 210s, uh, obviously with teams like Alabama and you know Georgia and, and Clemson ruling the top. They don't slip very much. A&M, as I'm looking at our rankings right now, is around 15 or so. So we'll see where that ends up. If you want to get technical, uh, the official team rankings, I guess, can't be really calculated till we get all the way to February and through the second signing day and all that. But we'll get into some National Signing Day yes. stuff. Today. Wow, it's so sad what's going on down there in College Station. I, I mean, it's just such oh, a Oh, yeah, shame. I know you're broken you know, up about I, it. I, I, I know you're crushed. I, I just can't believe it. Yeah. You know, it's crazy how y'all just haven't done what y'all did last year. It's, it's, I'm just wondering in disbelief right here. Yeah, I can tell it's really bothering you. <laughs> I can tell it's crushing you. I know a lot of Longhorn fans out there feeling that exact same way. Uh, all right, so we got a lot of football stuff to get into. Before we uh, officially jump in, uh, not only do I try to be an Aggie that respects all things Longhorn, I am a Cowboys fan that married a Steelers fan, and I try to respect all things black and yellow. Certainly, when one of the greats of their team's history passes away unexpectedly, uh, Franco Harris, dead at the age of 72. Rest in peace to the great Franco Harris. Crazy. We're coming up on the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Literally two days away. Uh, he was 72 years old. I have still not seen a cause of death. Uh, his son, 
told the Associated Press that his, uh, his father died overnight. So rest in peace to the great Franco Harris. That old school is Penn State, if you don't know. He was a Jopa guy way back then and uh, dies at the age of 72. Zay, one of the legendary running backs in NFL history and obviously a part of a historic, still to this day, a historic Steelers team that we have not we have not seen their likes since. To have a four out of six run like that, uh, the way they did it, two back to backs, nobody's ever done that uh, before or since. Yeah, I know. In my era, if you think of Steelers running backs, you think of Jerome Bettis. But if you think of all time Steelers running backs, and you ask anybody, Franco Harris is the first person a lot of people say. And yeah, just prayers out to him and his family. He was big time. Him and Terry Bradshaw and what they did during that era, National Football League. So a couple things in Pittsburgh. Uh, a couple years ago, I went to a family. We went to a family reunion up there. Again, my my uh, father in law was born and raised in Pittsburgh. Went to Three Rivers as a kid, so they're Steelers people through and through. So we went to Pittsburgh and we toured the stadium, which was a lot of fun for me. I like touring all the uh, as many stadiums as I can, learning about everybody else's culture and stuff. Even when it's one I'm supposed to hate growing up, um, I kind of dig that part of it. So they've marked two things I think of with Franco at the airport. There is a statue of him catching the immaculate reception at the airport at the airport that's fine they have that and then the other thing i liked is as you're walking up to then heinz field now i'm not going to say the other name because it drives me crazy but as we're walking up to the stadium they have marked the spot because old three rivers was right next door they built heinz blew up three rivers imploded it and made a parking area but they literally marked the place where he caught the ball (laughs) they've made a little monument out of it and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to all those Steeler fans. I'm uh, I'm married to one, but I know there's a lot in the area. Uh, that is a huge, huge, lo- huge loss. Uh, Franco Harris dead at the age of 72. Pittsburgh's when- such a cool sports town. I love how all the sports are black and yellow, from Penguins, Pirates to Steelers. They really care about their sports up there yep. and stuff like that. Clearly showcases like a statue of your pro team at the airport. I ain't heard of that before. I know. It's great. Yeah, it's incredible, man. It was fun. I, I had a lot of fun. I uh, I would love to tell my Cowboy fan friends that I hated everything about Pittsburgh, and it was a smelly, nasty, awful place, and I can't imagine anybody living there. I, lo- I loved it. I, I did. I'd, I loved it. I'd go back, and I've told my wife, I've given her a list of teams. I said, honey, I love you. I will go to that stadium, and I will wear the colors oh, as, wow. lo- as long as you're playing a certain team. Ah. Here's the list. These are teams I can root against all day long. If you're playing one of them, we'll talk. Is the Cowboys-Steelers the only – I'm, I'm sure there's more people on the Specs text line will definitely let us know. But is that the only like big-time rivalry where both teams are in separate conferences? Um, wow. Off the top of my head, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I know they played in the Super Bowl in the '90s. I know they had their battles back in those Terry Bradshaw and it had, what three and, other matchups, right? Yeah. In the Super or two other matchups in the Super Bowl. Two Tall Jones, stuff like that. Yeah, I can't think of another one. That's a good point. Yeah, I can't think of one where you go across the conference. Steelers, right. Ravens is you know we, there are all these divisional ones we think of Bears, Packers, and stuff. But yeah, as far as across. Uh, across there, I can't think of one. It off damn the top sure of my ain't head. no Texans Cowboys. That ain't one. No, no, no. It's not that. It is not, not, not that one. Um, I'm just glad the Cowboys got that win. Like at it's this, not even at this point. It's not even Steelers Eagles. 
they're in the same state. Like, you wouldn't consider that a rivalry. I don't know how it is up there in Pennsylvania. Maybe they do. Now, that may be, yeah, I mean, they'll get together in preseason, but I never sense, like, that's a big-time badass like rivalry. Giants-Jets ain't either. Mm, yeah, that, th- those those two are maybes, I guess. But you're right, Cowboys. San and, Fran Raiders back in the day? I don't know. Cowboys and Steelers is one of those, although I'm just the right age to where I didn't see the early ones. Uh, the only time I've seen the Cowboys and Steelers play in the Super Bowl, it went well for the Cowboys. Yeah. So uh, I don't know why my dad gets all upset about the Steelers, but uh, he <laughs> tells me there's some footage with Franco Harris in it that I need to check out. All right, so uh, rest in peace to the great Franco Harris today. Let's get into it on National Signing Day. Let's go spec set piece and let you know about the Texas side of things and a big flip in this area. Here we go. The Spec Set Piece is brought to you by Specs Wine, Spirits, and Finer Foods. When it's time to kick off the Austin FC match, say big at Specs, official partner of Austin FC. All right, why don't we start with the boring side of things, the good boring, if you are a Longhorn fan. No real drama yet on National Signing Day. And, man, this thing has started to run like clockwork. You had 21 guys to start the day, and we're waiting on three. That's where we are already as we hit the noon hour here. So the biggest names you want to know about, Arch Manning, yes. He is signed, sealed, delivered. The fish is in the boat, whatever analogy you want to use. Anthony Hill, the other five-star guy in the class, yes, signed as well. And then some of the other big names like we've talked about, Cook and Wisner from DeSoto, so many other names. Cedric Baxter, Zay, is the name, the running back out of Florida. There was some discussion of could it maybe? Maybe be Florida State. He grew up a Florida State fan, but a little earlier in the morning, he signed as well. The only thing Texas fans are waiting on, a couple of guys from South Oak Cliff, state champions, Malik Muhammad and Billy Walton. They'll have a press conference. It may be actually going on this hour. So in the next few minutes, this could go down. And then Leona Lefau, the uh, kid out of the linebacker out of Hawaii. With that time difference, it could get a little confusing in terms of you know a ceremony. Realize these uh, some of these kids they want to have a ceremony at their school. Yeah, and, I love that. Yeah, I know. Especially I, for those Oak Cliff guys who just won state. I would right after you win state, have a sign the next week at your uh, school. Yeah, that's that's what's up. I like that, dude. How about South Oak Cliff, Duncanville, and Desoto all winning state championships? It's incredible. Two of them are in the same district. Yeah, my, my sister's new fiance, he's from South Dallas, so he's going to be bragging out the ass uh, when we see him at Christmas, yeah. which he has every right to because he always says, and I think he's right, there's so much talent in that part of Dallas, just Dallas in general. That's why you see SMU and uh, TCU always so good and up there because if you just recruit in that Metroplex, you're going to find some guys, whether they're yeah. two-star, three-star, no-stars, Guys could play in that area. No doubt. By the way, Specs text line 337-3776. Somebody says uh, nobody in Pennsylvania uh, nobody in Pennsylvania cares about the Eagles except people in Philadelphia. See? Go Steelers. That sounds like rival talk that's right a there. Rival, that's a little rivalry That there. sounds like rival talk. A little rivalry, that's true. Over the weekend, I was hanging with my niece who, you know, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, they're very much Steelers, a little bit of Texans because they live in that area, but I was quizzing my niece. She wanted me to quiz her on professional you know, football teams and the mascots, and 
I said Dallas, and she refused. How old your niece? She's now 12. Okay. 11, 12. Okay. She's, I said Dallas. She refused to say the word. She wow. said, I refuse to, to answer, say that one. And then when I said Philadelphia, <laughs> she said Eagles, but she turned her nose up before she said Eagles. Ah. So that kind of shows you where, where she was on those two. Uh, so the, uh, that's some serious hatred. You can't even say Cowboys? No, I know. Yeah. That's, that's, I like that. Yeah, no, that's hardcore. Yeah, good family there. It's hardcore, good man. Good family you got there. Hard. I respect that. Yeah, hardcore stuff. That's just, yeah, that, that, that's what rivalry uh, are all about sometimes. So Longhorn fans, you're you're looking at the day you wanted, and the Longhorn class is up into the top five, like we talked about in team rankings. Uh, Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, Miami in a discussion for those top five slots in addition to Texas. So big day for the Longhorns, but around these parts. There is a flip that is being discussed, and it does have a national reaction, kind of a national ripple to it. So up until this morning, I have felt a little bit, not dirty, that's not the right word. I've felt a little out of bounds or a little crude when I've said on the air over and over again about Austin Novosad, the quarterback from Dripping Springs, let's see how it plays out. I'm interested to see how that plays out towards the end. And everybody would always say, well, come on, Chad, he's a Baylor commit. Yes, I get that. He is a Baylor commit. And Dave Aranda is going to be lucky as hell and fortunate as hell if he gets him. I just wonder if bigger programs are going to try to swoop in. I just wonder about all these other things. There was an Ohio State discussion. That was the biggest one. Then there was, it was A&M. There was Stanford. There was Notre Dame. The one that ends up being the one I hadn't really heard discussed, but in the last week or so, if you don't know the way the recruiting game is rolled out, there was a big dog recruit that was going to Oregon. Dante Moore. Thank you. I didn't have the name in front of me. Dante Moore. He flipped to UCLA. Chip Kelly's got things rolling there. He's going to be a Bruin, and hopefully you know, in his mind he's going to be the next guy after, after DTR. So once that happens, dominoes start to fall and things start to, to, you know, to go through. And then Novosad, Austin Novosad, takes a visit to Oregon over the weekend. And today, he hits the double. He both commits and signs with the Oregon Ducks. So he doesn't have to get new ties or clothes. He'll still be in the green part of the color wheel. But now, Zay, instead of Waco, Texas, it's all the way out to Eugene, Oregon, and Dan Lanning. What a flip. I I still can't believe it. We've been talking about it all day on these airways from BNE to Light the Tower with Craig, Jeff Snoop. It's it's pretty remarkable. We didn't see this coming. Hell, the reason why Austin Novosad didn't come to the Flex ATX uh, to get his plaque to be one of the finalists yeah. was because Dave Aranda was here in town trying to seal the deal. And we thought that was it. But then he ends up going to Eugene, taking another trip. Dante Moore flips from Oregon to, to Chip Kelly at U, UCLA. And now it's like, man, Phil, I, I picture in film night walking in the room, saying, Austin, what's up, bruh? Throws him a box of sneaks. Right. These things ain't coming out till 2025, man. <laughs> you the first one to have them, dog. Yeah. And Austin Novosad's eyes lit up. Plus, he's standing by uh, uh, um family friend, Will Stein, offensive coordinator slash quarterback coach who was at Lake Travis at one point in time. Then he was at UTSA at one point in time. So he's been recruiting Austin Novosad hard, especially when he was over in San Antonio. So he was at UTSA and now he's just gone to Oregon? Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So now he got Oregon now, offensive coordinator, and Dan Lanning, the head coach. Man, they, they sealed the deal. I mean, look, 
Baylor, cool school and all, but it's Waco. Like, if Chip and JoJo walk in the room, I don't think that has the same effect as when Phil Knight walks in the room and hands you those 20, 29 kicks that nobody's going to see till then. Well, so that's, that's the NILs out the ass there. I'm, I'm not surprised in that sense, but the flip overall, I am shocked. Yeah, we've talked about ever since day one of National Signing, or National Signing Day, ever since day one of NIL, it's one of the first schools everybody started talking about. The power that Oregon would have, the 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 influence that Oregon could have, and not only are we seeing this Austin Novosad story, but there's a badass safety that A and M was interested in that uh, Oklahoma thought they had flipped. He ends up at Oregon today, and then DJ Uiungalale's brother is a badass edge rusher. If you didn't know, and I frankly didn't until a couple days ago. He's going to end up at Oregon as well. So, Zay, I'm seeing this Oregon class up in the top 10 now. Yeah, Payton Bowen. That's what it's done. Yeah, Payton Bowen might be the best safety in all of uh, the nation, and he's out of Denton Geyer. So yes. him going up to Oregon, that's a big deal. And like you said, DJ Hughes, a little brother who's one of the best edge rushers in the nation. And, you know, their pitch right now with – USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten, they're the top dog. Like, what? who else are they competing with recruiting-wise yeah. other than those two schools that I just named? I mean, Oregon State, they're getting better, but they don't have the same resources that they do in Eugene. And, you you know, maybe up there, Michael Penix and those boys at Washington. I was going to say, it's probably rival. Washington. Yeah, yeah, that's their rival. Yeah. So they're going to be battling, and Utah clearly won the Pac-12 this year. So, like, yeah, it's – it's very interesting, but yeah, Oregon, they did their thing, and that's such a huge flip for them because Austin Novosai, we've been talking about him all year. We've yeah. seen him multiple times. He's a special talent. We will talk to Snoop Daniel of uh, Flex ATX and Light the Tower. I want to get his thoughts on it. How surprised was he? Uh, I've been reaching out to him and uh, our man Zach Lucero at Flex. Get well soon, Zach. Zach's got the flu going on right now. A little out of commission, uh, but he did text me today. He was surprised. He's looking forward to, Everybody. Ca- to catching up with Austin and kind of finding out exactly uh, how everything went down. But ultimately, you, uh, you're you hoping that these kids make the right decision for them. Uh, I do wonder the timing of it. Maybe Dave Aranda is going to tell maybe his media that today. When did you find out, Coach? Like, how late into this was it? I'm guessing if Dave Aranda knew Austin Novosad took a visit, a late this late in the game, an official visit out to Oregon, I'm guessing he had to make be making plans this weekend. Yeah, I'm guessing he was prepared, bracing himself. Dave Aranda doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that would be shocked by a story like this. No, not one bit. Very measured man. Yeah, he understands. He understands the game, especially with transfer portal and NIL. He understands where he's at. So, yeah. so I you kind of feel for him because I like him as a coach. Oh, I I'm do not too. a huge fan of the Bears, but no. as a coach, I love him and I feel for him. But yeah, it's. If you've been to Eugene, Oregon, it's it's a beautiful place. Oh, it's gorgeous up there. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, on a personal level, he just went from a team I never root for to a team I can always root for. So from that perspective, I'm kind of pumped. But I know a lot of Baylor folks, and I got family that's Baylor, uh, and it's a they got to be a crusher today. If you're a Baylor fan out there, uh, we certainly understand your pain, feel your pain, uh, and and this is something we've talked about throughout the process of you just had to hope they could hang on to today and get that signature, and you felt like when he re-upped and said, I'm 100% with, with Baylor, 
that you thought it was done. And like you said, when he did the in, did the in home visit a couple weeks ago, you thought it was done. But you can't control certain things like the kid flipping. If that kid doesn't flip, we're probably talking about Novasada Baylor today. Yeah. Just like go back to Arch Manning when Arch Manning goes to Texas and Nick Saban was left at the altar. He's got to make a move, and he goes after the Holstein kid that was going to A and M. Well, that's where Jimbo loses out. If Arch Manning ends up going to Bama, Holstein's probably still in College Station. You're right. Those things happen. Those things, and we see it with coaching, and you see it on National Signing Day too. So, best of luck to Austin Novoside in uh, Eugene, Oregon. Like, uh, now nope. they're starting to build a top ten class. Novoside was supposed to be the next big thing since RG three. Yes. Up there in Waco. Oh, that, yeah. That's what they were expecting. Like, go look on Twitter right now and see all the Baylor people going nuts. They are hurting. I yeah. Like well, they I are hurting it. bad in that part of Central Texas. And David Randolph, feel for him. Baylor, eh, y'all be all right. <laughs> <laughs> y'all be all right. Y'all won Big Twelve. Uh, a couple years ago, y'all be right. Yeah, I'm seeing him listed as a four-star here in this ranking um, with Austin Novosad. So that is a huge loss uh, on the flip for Baylor. Obviously a big get for Oregon. So we'll talk National Signing Day as we go through. Like I said, we'll grab Snoop Daniel coming up here, get his thoughts on it. Also, speaking of late flips, the Carlos Correa story is wild in Major League Baseball, and the Longhorns get back on the basketball court. Both teams today, women have a game in the afternoon, men have a game tonight. Everything's at the Moody Center if you want to go check it out. We'll get Zay's thoughts on the matchup tonight for the men's team. One guy in particular you need to know about on the other side. Zay's going to tell you about him. Coming up in the crab bag, i got to thank Zay and his wife and some of you who suggested Four Christmases. I'll give you my review. Uh, We watched that movie last night. We'll get a little Christmassy in the crab bag. And then at 105, it's Justin Wells of Inside Texas and On3.com with more on National Signing Day. Don't move. It's the horn. Bells will be ringing the black land news. Oh, what a Christmas to hear the blues. My baby's gone. I have no friends to wish me three. Oh, goodness. That feels like a long time ago. If it's the guy I think uh, I think it is, way back when he could sing Bon Jovi. That's right. Yeah. Yo, you might be 90% on Christmas songs this week. All right. There we go. Yeah, it's a sad story, man. We went and saw Bon Jovi this past year. And he just he don't got the chops no he more. He doesn't have any more. It's so sad. Yeah. Um, but, man, when he was... Uh, when he was on, there were a lot of people who liked to make fun of Bon Jovi back in the day, man. But when he had full power and uh, they got on stage, it was something. He, he was a hell of a front man back in the day. Uh, and still, his good looks and charisma are pulling him through shows now. Yeah. There were women all around me in, in, the, in Moody Center just loving it. Loving every bit of, bit of it. He just smiled at them, and they just loved it. All right, so Bon Jovi gets us started today. We're talking National Signing Day. By the way, up-to-date information for you. The South Oak Cliff crew has put pen to paper, and they have both picked 
Texas. Oh, Cliff. Billy Walton and Malik Muhammad signed, sealed, and delivered. That means there's one name you're waiting on, Longhorn fans, the linebacker from Hawaii. But with all due respect to that linebacker. It's the, like 8 a.m. Right. The biggest dogs on your list are signed, so you're happy about that. Manning, Anthony Hill, and you just go down the line, uh, and now you got the two South Oak Cliff kids signed as well. We'll continue to talk National Signing Day. Novasad flipping to Oregon, all of that. Um, and a reminder, tonight you got some basketball. You got this afternoon, Texas women taking on HCU at 2 o'clock over on 105.3 The Bat. Tonight at 7, it's Texas and Louisiana with a 7 o'clock tip. Also this segment, we're going to welcome in Snoop Daniel, Flex ATX, Light the Tower. How are you, Snoop? What up, what up? I'm uh, what up, Snoop. I'm, yeah, I'm loving it. Sock uh, represent uh, my whole mama's side of, of the family went to uh, where they were Sock South Oak Cliff Golden Bears. So. Okay. Yeah, my uncle played at TCU, went on to play. And then uh, and my, my other uncle, he was too short. At that time, 5'8", for a running back, was too short. You needed to hmm. be bigger. Yeah. You needed to be like Eric Dickerson. You know, mm. So 5'8", you're too – so he wishes he was play football at another time. So you know. Yeah, because nowadays, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can 5'8", Shout all you want. Vaughn. That's yeah. it. You can go 5'8", they'll find you. Uh, so uh, And Snoop uh, is rocking a, a basketball cap right now, a little yep. Mavericks hat. I like that. I'm proud of Dallas. Uh, Dallas did their thing. I'm glad I escaped. To come to Austin, but they did their thing. <laughs> Dude, I was just saying, DeSoto, Duncanville, South Oak Cliff all win state championships in the same year? I heard uh, Claude Mathis on yesterday with Craig talking about it and just how wild that is to think about. Two of them, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Snoop, two of them are in the same district, right? Correct. Uh, DeSoto and Duncanville. DeSoto, Duncanville. They're in the district with my Waxahachie Indians and a couple others. They were others. real good this yeah, year, I too. DeSoto, I saw they got two losses. It must have, one must have been to Duncanville. One was to Duncanville. One was to... Uh, 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 Team out of Maryland? Yeah. Is that right? Yes. A, a private school? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Private yeah. school out of Maryland school. came and beat them. Uh, so we were definitely getting some football talk with you. But real quick, Zay, um, what do we need to know about Louisiana tonight with the basketball team? I keep hearing about a Big man? Yeah. It's a big deal? Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Jordan Brown averaging around 20 a game. He's 6'11", transfer from Arizona. He could do a little bit of everything. He's not extremely athletic, but NBA scouts do like how long he is. His wingspan, probably about 7'5", 7'3", hmm. even though he's around 7' foot. And, yeah, this guy, he could throw up a jump hook, eat your hand, step out on the pick and pop, and shoot the three. And other than Dylan Mitchell, he's the best pro prospect on the court tonight. Okay, pay attention. Jordan Brown, the uh, 6'11 forward for Louisiana. It's going to be a tough one for the Horns. Yeah, no, it sounds like it's going to be a, a bit of a tough matchup, yeah. and uh, he'll be hard to hard to miss, obviously, at 6'11", but he does rock number 21, in case you need to figure that out early in the game. 7 o'clock tip, Texas and Louisiana. Um, we've also been talking, obviously, National Signing Day uh, and the big flip around these parts. Austin Novosad flipping from Baylor to Oregon. Snoop, how surprised were you when you heard about it? Had you heard any rumblings on this before you know the visit over the weekend? Well, I saw Jordan Scruggs, one of my homies, who used to actually 
He didn't play at Lake Travis. He's a twin brother of a guy who played. So he was always just a creative. But now he works for Baylor 24-7 wing, and he put in his crystal ball that he would be going to Oregon, and that came out of nowhere. And then he put it twice. So I'm like, there's something to it. And sure enough, it's happened. So Snoop, I just saw you tweet last week on your way to Dallas – Novasadville or something. Club, <laughs> Club Novasad. Yeah, about McLean to be Stadium. Damn. I was going to be up there like as much as possible because because I because I, I, I'm a big supporter of Austin. Uh, so in uh, Novasad. So I guess I'm gonna have to go to Eugene then. I say you got to find us some flights <laughs> flights out there. I'm going to be hitting up Trey, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, his dad. You know they they, they got a, a little. Oh, yeah, paper. Trey Allen does have connects. Mm-hmm. That's right. You got to find. Right. Go find yeah. some people with some Oregon connections. Yeah, to to get up there. So Austin Novasad ending up at Oregon, uh, and their class is, is continuing to build. Somebody was texting us during the break. They flipped somebody else. Apparently they flipped a, they've been flipping guys. The safety we mentioned earlier was going to end up at Notre Dame at one point. They ultimately flipped him. In the last 15, 20 minutes, there's been another big flip. I think Miami had a guy that they were all ready to roll, and Miami's up in that top five, and Oregon just got somebody from them. So there's it's all over the place, man. This duck class is is Yeah, it's moving. Christmas time. Moving up. Yo, it's Christmas time. Think how many sales Nike's getting right now. Phil Knight just throwing money around to that football team. It's amazing. NIL is going crazy in Eugene right now. I'm not surprised. This is, yeah, this is probably, I expected this from Oregon. I don't know when, but I expected it very soon. Once NIL was announced, I was like, oh, man, Oregon Ducks, they're going to clean up just because Phil Knight. So, uh, Snoop, we've been talking the last couple of days about that DeSoto team, and now that it's official, now that they're signed, Jonte Cook, Trey Wisner, for the Longhorn fans that have not seen... I'm a state have, champ! That have, not, <laughs> yeah, that have not seen it yet, that have not seen that talent, what are they getting in those two? Some dogs, to be cliche. Yeah. Uh, they just like to win. You know, they got, you know, I, you know, I guess it, I, I got a little DeSoto in me. I, I don't let it out a lot, but yeah, they're, they're just, uh, they're dominant dogs who... Are really good at football and want to let you know about it and with every play. Oh yeah, there's some attitude that comes yes. with it. We've, yeah, I mean that's we've said it about Jonte from day one. We said it about him back in seven on seven times when he was, uh, well, he was kicked out of a seven on seven game for yeah. mouthing off at a, the yeah. opposing coaches. Sometimes we, we, we at Lake Travis actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. He was yeah. at Lake Travis. You're probably gonna have to tone that down a little bit, yeah. but you still want, you like that edge. And when I yeah. saw Trey Wisner take his helmet off, and we saw the nose ring and the gold tee, I was like, oh, this fool is like Tupac. Yeah. This is what I'm talking <laughs> yes, about. The, the horns need this they juice. Do. They do. They, yeah. they, um, they need this juice. They you do. Need some of and, those guys. And like I, I was telling Craig, you know, because I I love Austin, and really, I, I you know, it would take a lot to pull me out, out of Austin, like. Mm-hmm. Seven figures, but I, <laughs> I got to see like some uh, like dog talent, like like Trey Wisner, like Jonte Cook, like oh who's the the linebacker for for Duncanville? I'm a butcher's name, but he's the number five prospect in the nation. Oh, number eight, number eight, who got completely almost uh. naked after state, <laughs> and that's what you want, fam. I'm the state champ. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm the champ, champ around here. Yeah, that's what I mean, and that's what they gonna say to some cat and play with Oklahoma, Bama. I'm the champ. Yeah, I'm gonna win this game. So dogs, <laughs> I'm sorry to get too hard, but yeah, you know they gonna win. We gonna win. Texas is gonna win national championship if we got that kind of attitude. Yeah, well, that attitude is because they ain't gonna lose. Yeah, yeah. it's sign now. We the champs. <laughs> I'm the champ. <laughs> Yo, that's what they were hey, saying. Yeah. That's I'm what they the were champ. <laughs> Are you the champ? 
Oh man, well, I think Snoop's hype about I'm National Signing uh-huh. Day. Uh huh. There let's it is. Go. Let's go, Texas. So anyway, I, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't checked it out, check out flxatx.com. Flex, keeping you covered on everything from high school football to all the other sports. They got you know basketball underway, baseball, softball, soccer. All of it's going to be happening. Uh, they were covering that uh, incredible Dripping Springs volleyball state championship. They got it all covered for you. FlexATX.com. If you have not seen that first all flex team, get on over there and check it out. Snoop, any other local names you want to give a little shout out to here? Because uh, this is a special day when guys are signing. Uh, we've been talking about some of these guys throughout the season, and obviously it's a big day for them. Today. I haven't seen Cameron Cook from Stony Point sign with TCU yet, but I'm assuming he'll do so along <sighs> with Braylon James. That one hurts. I'm, I'm happy for Cameron Cook, but. Man, Sonny Dykes, he's getting yes. the good one. Yeah. Uh, and that's supposed to be at 5 p.m. later today. Okay. But, uh, but, and, but, and Braylon is Notre Dame? Yes. Is that yes, right? Uh-huh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I should be. Yeah, uh, and Greyhouse signed in Notre Dame Yes, today, Notre too. Dame. Ah, yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> Zay, Zay, you're just in there giving me greedy, aren't you? <laughs> Arch hey. Manning, Anthony Hill, and uh, Cedric Baxter's hey. not enough. You wanted Great House, He's too. in our own backyard. He's a special <laughs> player. I've seen him for four years dominate my Bowie Bulldogs. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get that flip if we can. Yes, I love Jonte Cook, wide receiver. Yes, I love uh, uh, some of the other wide receivers. Ryan Nibble, I like him. He's a track guy, four-star, coming to the University of Texas out of Houston. I like him, too, but I want them all. I want them all, especially them Texas guys. Oh, Hell yeah, I'm good. Man, Vosick's not enough, huh? You got to have every Westlake flip. You got to have all the Westlake flips. Yeah, all flips. of them. Hey, yo, Snoop, let's talk about Colton Vosick a little bit because yeah. you've seen four years out of him. He has a little brother at Westlake. Connor that's supposed Vosick. to be, Yeah, he's yeah. supposed to be good too. But, you know, did you, when he came in as a freshman, and yes, you know, he's a Longhorn legacy. His dad's defensive line coach over there for the Shafts. When you saw him his freshman year, did you think he would be this type yep. of – Power five guy. I thought he was kind of dirty. Because, uh, oh, because, they all, all those Westlake guys dirty. Because, they all oh, got a little dirty. It was, uh, it was him and Ethan Burke. And I remember Vosick had a club on his hand and it was like knocking fools out in practice. <laughs> I'm like, he's going hard on these cats. And this is Pratt. I mean, like going in on them. And he's yeah. a freshman? And no, he's, he's going into his sophomore going year. Going into sophomore So okay. it was all like right. the 2020 coming out of COVID. Oh, okay. All right. So it was like a weird time. And, uh, even to the last game against North Shore, Vosick was in into the last play, making almost all of the tackles, even though they were down wow. by 20 points. Dude, uh, again, dog just, I, I mean, it's a mindset, and uh, he has that mentality to, to, to be a champion. Yeah, don't get it twisted, Snoop. All them Westlake dudes dirty. They all, I <sighs> even Justin go. Tucker got a little dirty in them. Yeah. Justin Nick, Tucker? Justin yeah. Tucker, Nick Fall, you know, yeah. Justin, T- Justin Tucker's making kicks and I'm, singing opera. What are you talking I'm, about? Yo, he be talking mess on oh, the he, planes he, and the he, flights he, and uh, Justin Tucker is probably the biggest trash talker that you don't know about. Dirty. Dirty. Sam got a little dirty Dude. in him. Oh. Uh, uh, the new Indianapolis Colts oh. quarterback, Nick uh, Foles, oh, got a little yeah, dirty oh, in him. Uh-huh. They, all do. they can't help it. Yeah. I, d- I do recall that when Justin Tucker hit a certain kick against my Aggies in 2011, he did kind of let us yeah. know about oh, it. Oh, yes. yeah. And I appreciate a lot of that dirty, especially if it benefits me. I see. Like okay. Sam Ellinger yeah. and Justin Tucker and Colton Vosick, Ethan Burke, all those guys. Uh-huh. Michael Taft. Congrats to Michael Taft, by the way, who just got put yes. on scholarship. Snoop, I know that makes you proud nice. following him for a long time. Yes. And, because I've always thought he's been worthy of it, but didn't have the, you know, he's not Jonte Cook or whatever. That's yeah. a bad, bad comp. But. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's not Malik Muhammad. Oh, man. 
how what what he looked like. In Manny Muhammad, another like the slide was weird. Okay, and I know some people are turned off by the swagger, and I know, and this is weird for me because I was there covering Vandergrift against my home team, right? And in that second half, when Desoto really started to flex and started to show their dominance, uh, and then the swagger really came out, yeah. And I'm like, whoa, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, because they oh. got they got to get that parade route was going in that th- in that third and fourth quarter. I wanted to, you know, I, I wanted to be happy, but I was like, man, those are my boys, man. You're like, don't be showing up my uh, my Vandergrift voice like that. So, anyway, but it, it, yeah, uh, you know, they want to win, they know how to win, and and, and th- that area, I guess. Dallas proved greater than Houston, at least yeah, for this year. that's true. Yeah, and it's just all about that balance. We'll see how that works. Going to the college level, you want the confidence. You want to believe you are yeah. the best. And most importantly, like coaches will have been talking about for years, you want kids that know how to win and have won. You don't have yeah. to have been on a state championship team necessarily, but know how to win. You don't accept losing that kind of vibe, and there's a lot of guys in this class that kind of have that about them. By the way, it is done now. All 21 guys are signed. Somebody woke up Mr. Lee Fowl, got that uh, fax machine or whatever needs to get cranked up <laughs> in Hawaii. Hawaii okay, yeah. yeah. If you've ever spent 12 minutes in Hawaii, most people around you, they don't really care about the specifics of time. No, man, we'll get there. It's okay. When does it start? Uh, it's about an hour from now. I don't know. But they got there. Eventually got things signed. Everything is good. So all 21 guys are signed. No crazy flips. And we'll see what happens later in the day. Who knows? Maybe Steve Sarkeesian is working on some things behind the scenes now that he's got his 21 guys. I'm not a a college football expert, so I really don't know. But, I mean, my only deal with it was you need the personality to bring all of this talent together on one team. So let's see who that winds up being out of this class. And it's probably Archie. You yeah, think, right? Yeah, I think it's Arch Manning. Yeah, th- for that, sure. That's the name you bring, and then there's all these guys, all these talented guys willing to come in and follow a name like that. Now the question is, will 2023 truly be somebody else's year at quarterback, or is Arch Manning in a quarterback competition? Like, is he still I, is he still good sitting? Is yeah, he still good with the red shirt? That's what I'm saying. If he comes in and turns heads, who knows? If Quinn Ewers still has that roller coaster type of progression that we saw this season, that's uh, right, right. Steve Sarkeesian. Oh, wow. Steve Sarkeesian yeah. gonna have some serious problems that I know he don't want. By the way, just so we're taking we're taking notes on the show, how do we spell? <laughs> how do we spell that? How many G's are in that are in that word, Zay? Hey, hey, Snoop. Let me ask you about this guy because I don't think we've talked about him enough. He's a local product, but kind of outside the you know on the outskirts of being local for us, Harker. Heights offensive lineman Jaden Chapman, the four star, six four, three hundred pounder, coming to Texas. How do you think he's gonna show well, up? Well, he's he's definitely the most talented lineman in our area. Area. I was actually arguing against him because I felt he was a little too outside for our all flex finalists. Right, right, but, right. but I mean, he obviously is the best. So I mean, it's talent speaks for itself. You, uh, you have a guy like Ian Reed who just signed with Clemson earlier today. Uh, uh, upside much higher than that. So that is the comp I'll make. Is if you're from Austin, you know how powerful Ian Reed is. Uh, the, the, the Clemson commit, Jaden Chapman. Uh, apparently, again, I'm not a college. I don't work for Orange 24 seven, but 
He's, he's supposed to be next level. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, no I, doubt. I watched film on him earlier today. He can definitely move for how big he is. And, you know, who, who knows? Yeah. Who knows what his position is going to be like? He obviously, he played left tackle at Harker Heights. But, you know, when you're behind guys like Kelvin Bang, you probably ain't going to see the yeah. field much. Maybe, you know, they might move him around and see what else he could do if he's good enough. All right, that is Snoop Daniel. Check out FLXATX.com. Snoop, we appreciate the time. I'll let you get back to Thank it. Thank you, Snoop. If, and if that Cameron, appreciate you for everything this year, man. Yeah, hey. man. Thank you for all your hard work. Hey. And, and if that Cameron Cook thing you know, goes down, okay. just let, it, let us let know. It. Hey, we the radio champs. There we it is. The there radio. it is. We the radio champs. <laughs> just don't take your clothes off. Don't take no. your clothes off. It. Okay. Uh, so there is Snoop Daniel, his DeSoto Eagles. Yes, he went to DeSoto. They got that state championship. And today, those two DeSoto Eagles did sign for you, Longhorn fans. John Tay Cook, Trey Wisner, and now the entire 21-person class is signed for Texas. We're talking about that and more on National Signing Day. Justin Wells of Inside Texas coming up at 105 with more on that. Up next in the crap bag, I'll get you a movie review because I watched Four Christmases last night. I'll tell you about it if you didn't know. This is The Horn. Oh, this is going to be a groove for me. It's going to be a little something different, but we're going to give it to him anyway. Are you ready? Come on. Give out a present to everybody this Christmas. All around the world, for every man, woman, boy, and girl. Are you ready right now? Come on. Here we go. Oh, I like it like that. Come on. That's it. All right. Come on. Oh, Christmas presents around the world. Something mighty sweet to see. If only if I just had a present for everyone under one great big. Presents. I like that. I like that pronunciation. That was awesome. Oh, that's a fantastic voice. All right. Is this a single artist or a group? Single artist. It's going to be tough. This is a tough one. Because uh, the only name, I don't know why, the, the name that popped in my head was that. What was that band back in the day? Was it called like Archie Bell and the Drills or something like that? But that's not who this is. Um... Um, is it? Oh, I got a group of guys in my head now. It's not Wilson Pickett. No, Solomon Burke. No, no, I wasn't getting that one. You're right. Solomon Burke. Yeah. Solomon Burke. What a great voice. Nineteen sixty-seven. That is awesome. Is that Burke with an E at the end? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, good, uh, good stuff. Solomon Burke and Bon Jovi have gotten us started on the. Christmas music front today. Thanks to Snoop Daniel for jumping in for a little bit. Snoop was getting hyped about those DeSoto Yo, Eagles so funny. and their attitude. They're going to bring some of that attitude to Texas. Yeah, he's a proud Eagle. He's a DeSoto Eagle alum. You can tell he's a proud Eagle. They were proud, too. They had a reason to be, man. If they don't, We were just talking about it during the break, man. If they don't have a couple of those early mistakes, if Vandergriff's unable to get those early fumbles forced, man, DeSoto might have really run them out of there. Yeah. Uh, but they, I mean, Vandergriff does did what they do. They fight, they fight hard, and they make you they make you beat them. They're not going away. And Vandergriff showed that fight that they showed all year long. DeSoto just had a little too much for them. And in the end, Cook, Wisner, and that group, they were just better. Yeah, yeah. yeah we talked about it, uh, you know, last week, <laughs> or we talked about it when we came in on Monday. Drew Sanders, he had that smirk on his face, like, oh, he was proud of what they accomplished this season while everybody else on the team was a little pissed off. But they're going to relish and figure out that, oh, that team that we lost to in the state championship, 
they probably have a few NFL guys, definitely right. a lot of D1 guys on that squad, none to hang their heads on. No doubt. No doubt about it. All right, so uh, it is Wednesday, National Signing Day. All 21 guys signed in that Texas class. We'll get Justin Wells' thoughts on it coming up from inside Texas. Right now, let's get into the crab bag. I watched uh, one of Zay's favorite Christmas movies last night. Let's talk about it. Chad's Crap Bag. Crap Bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just think of a bag of crap. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678. They can make sure you have that great TV setup you've always wanted to make the holiday movies even better. Go to avconsultations.com as well. So I do want to thank Zay. And by extension, his wife, because he says it's one of their favorite Christmas movies. One of the listeners brought it up yesterday when we were talking about Christmas movies. Four Christmases. I'd never heard of it, and we watched it last night. My daughter had never heard of it. My wife had kind of heard of it, was able to tell me. She was able to tell me Vince Vaughn. She couldn't remember anything else. So we sat down last night, and we watched it, and I would definitely recommend this one if you're looking for a good Kind of a laugh-out-loud, silly Christmas movie. Doesn't get too silly, though. I don't like it when they go too silly. I thought they kept it measured. They kept it at the right level of, of nuttiness. But Zay, it's a great cast for me. Love Vince Vaughn anyway. Love Reese Witherspoon. Oh, man, isn't she terrific? That's your main couple, and I've always loved her. But then I was when you, when I, you told me the premise of it, I thought, okay, can't wait to find out who the moms and dads are because there's no way it's nobody's. The dads are John Voight. And Robert Duvall, hello. The moms are Mary Steenburgen and Sissy friggin' Spacek. Hello. You you got the, the his two brothers are a weirdly yoked up John Favreau and a strangely pudgy Tim McGraw. What do you mean weirdly yoked up? I'm not used to seeing like Favreau Fav- wasn't yoked up and made. No. <laughs> No, and he wasn't yoked up in the Iron Man movies or anything like that. But he was like, you know, really yoked up here. He plays a funny character. The woman that plays his wife, I've always loved. I can't remember the actor's name right now. She's great. Um, and there's just there's just some good good folks throughout. Uh, good performances throughout. Funny, good Christmas movie. Four Christmases. If you have not seen it, I liked it. Hadn't really seen a movie that does exactly what it's trying to do, but. I enjoyed it, and Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon, they had good chemistry there, and I bought it. I believed it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. When they go to the church, that might be my favorite scene. Because Vince, he wasn't trying to be in that play, but when he got on stage, it's like something took over him, and he was completely invested, and that's that's just a classic. Vince Vaughn as Joseph is is pretty badass. (laughs) Also, shout out, since I gave the shout out to Tim McGraw, let me shout out Dwight Yoakam, because Dwight Yoakam as the preacher... Nice little oh, cameo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice little yeah. cameo there, too. I was not expecting uh, that. And my girls had some laugh-out-loud moments. We know the movie has hit when my daughter, we have to pause it because she's losing her mind laughing. And there were a couple moments, specifically when a baby threw up on somebody, when my daughter <laughs> lost her mind. Vince Vaughn started making those yeah. choking noises, and she lost her mind. So if you haven't seen Four Christmases, check it out. It was very good, and uh, it's uh, yeah, that, that, that was good. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's going to be one we watch every single year. I definitely know it's one we're going to think about, though. Uh, that's, that's good stuff. Which so, was your favorite part, or which house did you um, like that they went to the most? Uh, let's see. I mean, 
It's probably the Robert Duvall and the brothers. The brothers, yeah. I mean, it's a bit, that's a that's like the first place they go. Spoiler alert. But uh, yeah, probably that because it it just sets the tone yeah. for everything that that happens afterwards. But the idea of having Vince Vaughn and Robert Duvall interacting as father and son, and then the brother interaction with those guys is uh, is pretty fantastic. Robert Duvall, he's like, I put a roof over her head, give her everything she wanted. I spoiled her. You didn't talk to her for years. <laughs> what did he say? I didn't lie about her to her face. No, I didn't lie to her face. I spoiled her. Oh my God, that was that was fantastic! All right, so four Christmases, check that out if you have not. It is National Signing Day. We're gonna get you a couple uh, couple different perspectives on this coming up from some insiders. Justin Wells of Inside Texas coming up here at 105. Chip Brown of Horns 247.com at 205. In our flex segment, we'll focus in on some of the local guys, and there's really no place to start other than Austin Novosad. And we'll talk about that flip to Oregon as we uh, roll through the day. I don't want to speak ill on your mother, but she ain't nothing but a common street whore. Oh, yeah. Oh man, his that was, ex-wife. Yeah, that was that mother was mother of his children. That is gold. That was probably my favorite part. That's probably my favorite part. The uh, the dad, the brothers, the satellite dish. That was that was good stuff. Four Christmases. We found it on HBO Max. If you are looking up next, Justin Wells, Inside Texas on three dot com. The class is now signed. What does he think of these twenty one guys? Zay is a Longhorn fan. He'll ask about some of those guys. Maybe we haven't talked a ton about and get uh, Justin's thoughts on them as well. So hang with us, talking more Longhorns on National Signing Day right here on The Horn.